Welcome to Project Encouragement. Oftentimes in life, we face struggles that keep us broken, discouraged, and downhearted. But the Word says that David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. So we're hoping our broadcast can help you stay encouraged on your journey. Hello and welcome to Project Encouragement. In this episode, I want to give you some encouragement or something to think about. Is a 24-hour notice. Uh, the scriptures that I'm going to use today is out of 1 Samuel 28, verse 19. And the word reads this, Moreover, the Lord will also deliver Israel with thee into the hand of the Philistines. And tomorrow shalt thou and thy sons be with me. The Lord also shall deliver the host of Israel into the hand of the Philistines. I want to bring a thought today in this episode for a 24-hour notice. Many people in this world today, we think that we have plenty of time to do things. And this story here lands us with a 24-hour notice. Now we have to understand the backstory here. Uh, King Saul, he uh, he's he's being surrounded by the Philistines. The Philistines are gathered. They want to fight with the children of Israel and, and King Saul. And King Saul is kind of, he's, he's distressed. He's worried about what uh what's about to happen and you know you have to understand samuel was the prophet the man of god the children of israel looked up to and he's dead and then king saul he drove everybody out of the town such as the soothsayers the fortune tellers uh the mediums the wizards and king saul he's he knows he's surrounded by the philistines and he's worried now, King Saul inquires of the Lord, and the Lord says, I'm not going to talk to you either through dreams, through prophets, and by Urim. A Urim is like a, a priestly breastplate to warn when, when someone back in the Old Testament needed guidance from the Lord. And King Saul tells his servants to find me a medium to talk to. His servants tell King Saul of a woman in Endor, whom she's an she's a medium. So King Saul he wears a disguise, and two of his men find this medium. And the medium she's reluctant at first because she knows she's not supposed to talk to anybody. She's been driven out of town because of what her powers are, quote unquote. And the and the medium asks King Saul. Who should I contact for you? First of all, I'm scared. I, you know, I'm probably going to die for talking to you. And King Saul said, by, by the hand of the Lord, you know, you're going to be okay. Don't worry about it. She asked King Saul, who should I summons for you? And he said, I want you to contact a man named Samuel. So this medium, she does like an abracadabra, hocus-pocus, shim-sham, rim-ram. We don't know what it, what she does, but it works. And she screams because she, she actually, her powers are working. And King Saul, 
he asked, he said, who, what do you see? She said, I see a man in a robe, an old man in a robe coming out of the ground. He said, that's Samuel, that's Samuel. And then Samuel, he talks to King Saul. He says, why did you summons me? And King Saul's like, listen, the Philistines, they're against me. I'm worried. God's not talking to me. I need a word. I need something. And Samuel tells King Saul, he's like, first of all, don't be bothering me from the dead. But second of all, tomorrow, you and your boys are going to die. And the children of Israel is going to be in the hand of the Philistines. And, and King Saul, he's all distraught about this. So I, I want to come to a point of a 24-hour notice. If you had a 24-hour notice to live, what would you do? You know, because many of us, we think that we got plenty of time. I've got tomorrow. I've got next week. I've got next month. But I'm sure if you had a 24-hour notice, a car race wouldn't matter to you. A football game wouldn't matter to you. A basketball game wouldn't matter. The stock market wouldn't matter to you. The things going on at work wouldn't matter. Your power bill, your water bill, your insurance bill, your car payment, your truck payment, your taxes, and what was on Fox News last night, what was on CNN News, and what was on CNBC, or what the top celebrities were up to, or what the Joneses were doing next door, or what brother so-and-so was doing, or sister so-and-so, and you wouldn't be worried about people lying or coming against you, because if you had 24 hours, you would want to know a couple things, and one would be you would want to know if you were right with God. You were right with the Lord. You know, there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. And I would want to make sure if I had 24 hours to live, I would make sure I was right with God. I would know that I know that I know that I'm saved, that I'm washed in the blood of the Lamb, that the blood is applied to my life. And I would know that everything is right with my God. Now, how do you know that? Well, first of all, you know that because the song says, and he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I am one of his own. And if you don't feel that way today, there's a, there's a plan of salvation. I've got some good news coming. And, you know, and even you need to know if you're saved. Well, how do I know that? Well, if you can take you, if you can go to the time, the place that you made it right with the Lord, I'll tell you, I made it right with the Lord at Southview Baptist Church on November the 9th, 2001. Have I faltered since then? Yes. Have I failed since then? Yes. And but I know the day that blood was applied to my life. And yes, I went through a, a period of a backslidden period. I went through a period of lukewarm to where I told the Lord, leave me alone. And thank God we serve a good God with grace and mercy. And he left the 99 to come to me and forgive me for my transgressions, my sins, and brought me back into the fold. Now, if you're not saved today, today is a good time. Um, 
Because the Bible said today is the day of salvation. And we all have sinned and fell and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23 tells that tells us that. And then Romans 6.23 tells us the wages of sin, the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Listen. Even Romans 10, 9 says, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And in Romans 10, 13, Anyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Listen, if you're not saved today, today is the day of salvation. I'm going to get there. i got some good news coming. And and another point I would bring up, if you had a 24-hour notice, you would make sure you were right with everyone. You would make sure you were right with your enemies. You'd make sure you're right with your family. You'd make sure you were right with your friends. You would make sure you're right with your co-workers. You would make sure that you're right with the church folks, your acquaintances, and your neighbors. And who is your neighbor? That's just the, the the that cashier that you got a little snappy with last week. That wasn't taking, wasn't wasn't going fast enough for you. Your neighbor is somebody you work with. Your neighbor is just anybody you come in contact. And Ephesians four thirty two says, "And ye be kind to one another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you." And in Proverbs ten twelve, hatred stirred up strife, but love covereth all sins. Listen, brothers and sisters, and uh, friend, I tell you, I would make sure that I was right with my my family members. I'd be like, listen, I'm sorry that you know I've claimed to be saved, but my witness hadn't been the same. I apologize. I've been a stumbling block. I've said things or done things to lead you down the wrong path, but forgive me, my friend, my co-worker, my family. And then go to your enemies. Hey, listen, in spite of what I've done or what you think of me, I forgive you and I pray you forgive me. And if you had a 24-hour notice, I'm sure you would do things a little bit differently. You know, I, I would reflect upon my life, and I'm sure you would. What would you do different? What would you do for the Lord? Would you minister more? Would you witness more? Would you sing with more conviction? Would you, If you're a preacher, would you preach with more conviction? Would you serve the church and supporting the ministries a little bit more? Would you support the rest home ministry? Would you support the children's ministry? You'd support the choir, the Sunday school, women's ministry, men's ministry. You'd run sound, usher, or greet. You would do things differently for the Lord. And you'd probably give more. I'd give more to foreign missions, domestic missions, building fund. I would give more to the children's ministry. I would give more to the homeless. I would do more. And then you would probably pray more earnestly for your lost loved ones and friends. You'd probably work less. You'd probably enjoy the small things more, like sitting and listening and laughing and visiting and living life a little slower. You would probably forgive quicker. But if we lived a 24-hour notice, what would you do? 
what would you do? And I, I honestly believe if you're saved today, if you lived your life like today is the last day or tomorrow is your last day, I'm sure things will be different. And I'm, I'm sure if we had one more church service to go to, I'm sure the church will be full, more people will be getting saved, more lives will be being changed, and more miracles would happen. But the earth would be a better place because we would love people more. But I encourage you in this podcast to think of your life, a look over your life. If you had 24 hours to live, what would you do? First of all, I would pray that you would right, you'd be right with God. You'd be saved. You'd be right with your family, your friends, and other people, and then you would probably do things a little bit differently. I encourage you to look over your life and think about that. And like I said earlier, if you're not saved, and if you're backslidden, if you're in a a state of confusion, if you're in a lukewarm state, I encourage you to come back to the fold. We serve a loving and just God with grace and mercy. He leaves the 99 for that lost sheep. And if you're that person today, I just want to lead you in a simple prayer. And it says this, Lord, I come to you as a sinner. And Lord, I come to you as a broken person. And I invite Jesus into my heart. And Jesus, come in my heart, cleanse me from the inside out. And Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Cover me from, uh, cover my sins in the past and the present. And Lord, forgive me, for I am a sinner. Amen. If you said that prayer, praise the Lord. Welcome to the family. And if you still need prayer, I'm gonna pray this. I'm gonna pray us out for this episode. Let's pray, Father. I come to you in the name of Jesus. I lift up to the ones who's gonna listen to this podcast. And Lord, I pray that something that we said or done that's gonna fall on good ground to encourage people to have a closer walk with you, or just have a better attitude to serve you in a better capacity. And Lord, I pray for the ones that said the sinner's prayer, or I pray for the. I pray that for the ones that are backslidden, or or, or trying to get back or just feel that they're not worthy. Lord, send grace and mercy to them. Visit them. Let them know that you love them with peace and comfort. And Lord, I pray this podcast falls on good ground. And I ask these prayers up to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you. Until next time, stay encouraged. Thank you for listening to the broadcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a comment, or if you have a prayer request, feel free to inbox us, and we will pray and believe God with you. Until next time, remember Isaiah 40 verse 8 says, The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever.